Josh Bertaccini joining us, the voice of that part of the country. I've been waiting a long time for this. The moment you've been waiting for. JB, maybe you can do commentary live. And the show that everyone's been talking about. Not the game that I go out there and die for and play every game like it's my last. It's time for the real NWA JB. At least I work the place that you can find when you're looking for it. Follow, watch, and listen across social media at the real NWA JB. Okay, all right. Because it's all about the little things. Streaming live on YouTube, Podbean, and worldwide at therealnwajb.com. You were man on fire last night on the post. <laughs> Your boy is back. And This is primetime television here, folks. Here's your host, Josh Bertaccini. on board the show hope you're doing well here as we get after it a few minutes past seven o'clock on this 10th of january 2024 if it feels like we're living in the future it's because we most definitely are my goodness hope your first couple weeks of the new calendar year have gone well as we get our way through our second wednesday of 2024 some snow off on throughout the day yesterday. You saw it affect a few of the schools to the south here in northwest Arkansas. And then the ones up near the Missouri border were mostly good to go. Possible winter mojo coming through on Friday. Looks like a couple of inches. And then let's not forget next week, Martin Luther King Jr. Day on Monday. One of my favorite national holidays. One that was not even an official holiday growing up. We used to talk about it every year. I remember that in kindergarten. But then about six, seven, eight years later, they made it uh, official. And, and I think it's an important one. You're talking about one of the greatest, most important Americans ever and really the messages that he shared. So Monday, no school throughout the region. I'm looking ahead a few days here. And we'll take the morning to ourselves as well. Spend some time with the uh, with the fam. That's coming up around the corner. Could be more snow on Sunday and Monday too. So wintertime USA, baby. It ain't going nowhere. Not anytime soon. Like the Bob Dylan song. You ain't going nowhere. All right. Uh, Arkansas Razorback basketball is going somewhere. To Athens, Georgia, yesterday afternoon. And that is the site of the contest tonight as Arkansas tries to get itself sorted out, get itself back in the mix for a decent season. And we're not talking about making the NCAA tournament right now. We're talking about winning basketball games. Now, the positive would be you have a coach who has a track record here very recently of going out there and making up for poor starts. Like his squads have started poorly in the SEC pretty much every season he's been here. No offense. I mean, he's been a great coach. Phenomenal. Has lifted this program out of a quarter century of doldrums and put him in a spot where now... You know, people expect them to be. Once you have expectations, clearly you've done something right. And it feels like as the talent level's gone up and up, and this team is immensely talented. I mean, you got six wings who could play on pretty much any team in the country. As the talent level's gone up, as the success has continued in the NCAA tournament, 
So what have you done for me lately kind of society? People are going to take that for granted. And they're going to expect it out of you all the time. Well, look, I mean, you should expect it out of yourself all the time, too. That would be my comeback to that. If you're that good a coach, if you're as good as you think you are, you say you are, let's see what you got. You know, first year here was not so easy. The Mason Jones, Isaiah Joe combo. They didn't have a lot of talent. They're starting Adriel Bailey, a 6'4 center. That team was right there in the mix for the NCAA tournament before COVID shut it down in the middle of the SEC tournament. What a weird end of the season that was. But that team didn't have a lot of depth or size or talent, but they played hard. They played for each other. Moses Moody's team played for each other. I'd argue last year, Debo Davis, Anthony Black, you had guys late who would not let go of the rope. They just insisted on playing for each other. And I think, you know, just about five minutes in the show this morning, I think we got the theme for the day here. This Razorback basketball team tonight at 8 o'clock at Stegeman Coliseum in Athens. Game to be televised on ESPNU. So as we take to the digital airwaves live this morning, we're still about 12, 12 plus hours out from this contest tipping off. I would argue don't let that deter you. This is a very important game tonight. And so, uh, you know, getting a few minutes of of shut-eye somewhere. (laughs) Go rock a speed nap for 10 minutes. You'll be good. 8 o'clock tonight. Dogs and dogs. UA and UGA in Athens. Great town. What an awesome college town. So much history musically, too. It's a better Georgia team than it's been recently. Mike White, second year there. Really lifting them up has brought a, a physicality and defense that they lacked for seemingly ever. I don't really remember them playing with before. Uh, Shewa, they're seven foot big. Rob, she was a, a problem down low. And I think you look at that front court situation, you feel like Arkansas has got to alter something in the future. Either play more bigs and develop them in-house or go recruit more before the season starts. Because a lot of these teams that Arkansas is going up against are just better equipped in the front court. Certainly deeper with more options there. And then you got Jabari Abdurrahim. What a name. Sharif Abdurrahim's kid. The youngins listening are like, what? Sharif Abdurrahim, great player at Cal, right? When at Cal Berkeley back in the day? Played there, I think, with, maybe right after Jason Kidd, but played there briefly. Number three pick in the draft. Mixed results career in the NBA. He owns a G League team now because the guy got paid. You best believe that. He owns a G League team now. His son, Jabari, is the leading scorer on this Georgia Bulldogs team. A 6'8 wing who can do a little bit of everything. It seems to get better each and every year. So, I mean, I'm not well versed in this Georgia Bulldog personnel. I will be tonight, obviously, after watching this game. But there's some names out there that jump out. Some size. uh, Some scoring ability. And again, their coach, Mike White, is, is not messing around. They're going to be fired up. Stegman Coliseum, if it looks like it's falling apart, it's because it is. Remember that piece of concrete? Remember that story last year? Maybe it was two years ago. Piece of concrete that didn't hit anybody, thank God, but fell from the ceiling like a huge chunk of concrete, like a big handprint size of it, fell from the ceiling, left a hole, and landed in the, uh, the stands like the day of a game. What? So instead of you know building a new arena... Patch it up and try again, right? Just a little bit more cost effective, if less safe. 
But um, Stegeman Coliseum, man. A place where Arkansas has done generally well. Most of the matchups between Arkansas and Georgia in basketball, at least in recent years, last five, ten years or so that I can vividly remember, have been mostly one-sided. I don't remember a lot of games going down to the wire. Really hardly any. Last couple of years, Arkansas with the blowout wins in Fayetteville and in Athens. A couple of years ago, Anthony Edwards lit up Arkansas. That was against that Mason Jones, Isaiah Joe team, and Georgia blew out Arkansas. Uh, down there. So look, um, whether you're playing in Fayetteville or Athens, these have not tended to be very close basketball games. I think if Arkansas is going to put its money where its mouth is is at and really answer the bell in this basketball game tonight, you need to um, you need to be able to do some things that you haven't been doing lately. And it gets back to sharing the basketball and playing for each other, having a desire to see other people succeed. It can't be all about you and the one-on-one stuff. It just can't. And so, um, I don't know what kind of performance we're going to get out of Arkansas tonight. Truthfully, I'm a little bit worried because you're at Georgia and then you're at Florida. And if you're not a lot better and more cohesive real quick, Real quick. You're going to slide back to Fayetteville at 0-3. And if you slide back to Fayetteville at 0-3 with Texas A&M and Kentucky and Tennessee still looming, I mean, this SEC slate might have you sunk before you get going. So too much belief in Musselman as a coach to think this team isn't going to push back against the, uh, against the, the tide. You know, rage against the dying of the light, but it's gotten urgent pretty quickly. And not just because, you know, you're own one in the league or any of that. It's because the chemistry right now in this team feels jacked. I don't know if you know for sure a lot of things about it. You know, you know, Tremont Mark's a really good one-on-one player. Caliph Battle can be points uh, like an instant cup of coffee when you need it. I mean, these are things you know. Yeah, Metafield is bouncy. And explosive. These are positives. Devo Davis is awkward and effective. You knew this already. And your front court is pretty bad. I mean, they're playing Jalen Graham at center a bunch right now. JG is uh he's not physically equipped to play a lot of minutes down low against the bigger bangers in college basketball. I just don't see that. But you have to use what you have. So on that note, Trevon Brazil, who now is what, 13? Going on 14 months removed from that ACL injury. It's time to see TB2 in wrecking ball mode. Haven't really seen that this year. When Arkansas has played well and beaten teams like Purdue and Duke and how about number one Purdue and number two Houston and teams falling by the wayside left and right at the top, it's that time of year. No undefeated is left in college basketball. Bobby Knight can sleep easy in his grave tonight. 1976 Indiana Hoosiers still the last team to go wire to wire undefeated in a men's college basketball season. But I digress. Back to this Razorback team and it, and its personnel. I mean, you have talent. But is it the right mix of talent? Do you have enough chemistry on this team to win some games and get some belief back and some energy and some excitement. There's a long way to go. We got two months till the SEC tournament, but it's got to start here tonight. Eight o'clock on the road, Arkansas, Georgia, massively important game. 
Really, they both are this week. I think the Hogs need to go one and one. I mean, you can lose this one, beat Florida, come home, feel okay about yourself. But, you know, getting one tonight, I think, would alleviate a lot of the, uh, the short-term pressure that this program is feeling. And looking forward to it. Again, ESPNU on the broadcast. Hogs and dogs. And our question of the day is up. Makes sense. Rather pertinent for tonight. What happens tonight in Athens? What happens tonight in Athens? And you don't have to give me the exact score. We won't get that nitpicky with it. But on the QOD, what happens tonight in Athens? Four options up for you. We'll go Hogs by double figures. Georgia by double figures. Or maybe it is a close one. For all my talk about the history between these teams being generally lopsided, maybe it's a close one tonight. Put those options on the board. Hogs win close. UGA. Uga, uga, uga. Wins close as an option as well. All right. Soren Petro will join us in just about 20 minutes. One of the best Kansas City Chiefs reporters on the planet. You got Kansas City and Miami in one of the more intriguing wild card matchups this weekend. It's in Kansas City, just a few hours up the highway. And that'll be on uh, on Saturday evening. So Soren Petro, 745. Give us a feel for that matchup. And we'll talk some more about the changing format in college football because there is a heated debate right now about what kind of formula should be used to fill out the 12-team field. So I find that pretty fascinating, too. We'll look ahead a little bit to next year's best bets in the college football world as well. And on that note, we are off and running. Just a few minutes into the conversation, opening monologue in the can, Josh Bertaccini with you. We'll do it for 90 minutes live. Quick timeout, comeback, headlines of the day. Great to have you on board. From the Team B Media, Bunka Studio, and coming right back. A to Z Golf Cars has moved, but it still has the same awesome customer service and phenomenal inventory you won't find anywhere else. Northwest Arkansas's go-to golf car spot for over 20 years. Neighborhood cars, cruisers, course cars, first to the ball or last to the ball, roll up in style with A to Z. Repair work with quick turnarounds, too. Now located at 483 North Highway 62 in Rogers, two miles north of the city airport. Call 479-273-9229. Need to lose 100 pounds this year? Don't restrict your diet. Forget joining a gym. Instead, lose the weight of that cheating spouse of yours. At Mock Legal Solutions, there is no hourly billing. You pay one flat fee for your divorce. Call today, 479-769-1505. And let's be honest, it's closer to 200 pounds, right? Mock Legal Solutions. Real advice, reasonable price. Shogun of Fayetteville for a special experience every time. Best Japanese cuisine around, they have it all. The sushi is top-notch, but everyone's talking about their hibachi grill. The chefs are incredible. It's delicious and entertaining at the same time. For recruiting, celebrations, or just a good old date night, Shogun of Fayetteville has never let me down. With the scenic view of Fayetteville from the hill by the mall, full menu online, shogunfayetteville.com. 
Hey guys, you've been feeling a little bit lower energy of late. The motivation's down. Well, it's time to take control of it here in 2024. Bioidentical hormone replacement is state-of-the-art, and Dr. Mark Olson is the only one around focusing on BHRT and his treatments. If you want to feel better, this is the year, and Olson Clinic is the place to get it done with Dr. Mark Olson, now located at 5501 Willow Creek Drive in Springdale. That's right off exit 69 off I-49, online, olsonclinic.com. Builders Direct Lighting offers quality lighting products and solutions for all of your project needs. They buy directly from the manufacturer with no middleman in sight, passing the savings on to you, the customer. From a small office space to a large warehouse, indoor or outdoor, we do it all. Yes, we can even light your pickleball court. For more info, visit buildersdirectlighting.com or call 479-256-0461. tell you what you got a lot of ways to listen you definitely have that you can make this thing happen for yourself via youtube via podbean our website therealnwhjb.com or thanks to uh, so many great companies like apple and google spotify and iheart we're there for you on podcast platforms proliferating and just what five ten minutes i feel like that's been the turnaround after these shows wrap up about five maybe ten minutes of mixing it up and getting it posted up. So you get the 90 minute show live. You get the 40, 50 minute podcast version of it. You can always come back to Podbean and listen to the whole show replay. If you want, I'm trying to give you options here. You're going to do it how you're going to do it. And, and, and I want it to be up to you. Now people's post game show, a little bit different. You see that one being more of a right. Immediate response kind of show after each and every football, basketball, baseball game on Saturdays all year round. And uh, that one's a little different. We still podcast platform that one too, but um, I think the best stuff is in the moment, getting the calls in, getting fired up, and hopefully talking about some more wins here soon. I'm waiting. I'm ready. I'm waiting. Follow, listen, watch, subscribe to the show at The Real NWAJB. It's your morning show of choice, as it has been for a long time. Question of the day is up there for you. We just evolved. We didn't go extinct. We just evolved. What happens tonight in Athens? Dropped that one on you just a few minutes ago. What happens tonight in Athens? Early boats coming in. We haven't quite hit 100 yet here. Twitter and Facebook. We're getting there. Hogs by double figures. Georgia by double figures. Hogs win close. Georgia wins close. What are you thinking? Important game for Eric Musselman and the Razorbacks tonight. No question about that. As Arkansas tries to get it itself sorted out, get the best face forward, and uh, and take it from there as we continue here on the show. Um, other items, working it through. ESPNU tonight for Arkansas and Georgia. You had some action last night, some stutters around the country. It was a wild night of college basketball. In America, there's no question about that. And I know it's it's January, and you're like, I don't need the regular season stuff. Give me the tournament. Number one, Purdue got smacked in the mouth. Will Smith, Chris Rock style, just smacked 
Purdue must have talked about Jada or something. Nebraska, 88 to 72. That game just wasn't competitive. And that's not like Nebraska hit a bunch of threes in the second half. They're up by 15 for most of the first half. I know folks like to pretend it didn't happen, but I was there and it definitely did happen. Arkansas beat Purdue earlier this year. I'm just saying. Houston lost to Iowa State on the road by four, so there are no more undefeated teams in college basketball. Not this year, there ain't. Uh, Kentucky, pretty much driver's seat the whole way through against Missouri. Trey Mitchell is a problem down low. What a talented big he is. He can step outside and shoot the three. He's thick, though. 20 points, 14 rebounds for Trey Mitchell, who played every minute of that game. He's a 6'9 senior, and uh, he is a very talented player who played at West Virginia last year. So you're like, I don't really remember him. I don't either. Guy played at UMass for two years, played at Texas, West Virginia, and now he's at Kentucky. This is his fourth basketball team in five years of college. Again, no judgment. It's the way of the world now. I get it. I'm just pointing out facts. So if you don't know Trey Mitchell yet, you will. He's pretty good. Uh, Duke blows out Pittsburgh on the road. It has helped Arkansas's net ranking like nothing else right now. That at least Duke has not capsized in the water. I've kind of refound their swag. A 75-53 win at Pittsburgh. Uh, Baylor over BYU in a good one. 14 versus 18. Baylor rallies from 10 down and blows out BYU in the second half. Wins by nine. Auburn over A&M. So A&M's not great. That's nice to know that next Tuesday night, Arkansas is a winnable game against Texas A&M coming up. Auburn by 11. They're pretty good. They're definitely deep. They definitely dismantled the Arkansas Razorbacks. Rest of the top 25. What am I missing? Texas by a point over Cincinnati on the road. Creighton destroyed DePaul. And San Diego State wins at San Jose State, if that even counts. Right? If it even counts. Have a little pro hoop. It's last night. Are the Knicks ever going to lose again? Break up the Knicks, baby. Or don't. That Quincy Anunby trade was huge. You get R.J. Barrett out. Guy couldn't shoot straight. Limited defensively. Nothing against R.J., but back to Canada, he went. Knicks made that deal. Uh, it was what? Barrett quickly and a second rounder for Emmanuel quickly and a second rounder for essentially a Noonby and, and a Chua, the backup forward. Knicks have been playing fantastic basketball since getting a Noonby. Now the Blazers are horrible, but five straight wins for the Knicks. They're five and zero since making that trade. Um, 23 for OG. You gotta love the name. He's an OG named OG 23 points, four rebounds. OG and Noonby and uh, the Knicks playing some good basketball right now. And you'll love to see it. You'll love to see it. Uh, other scores from around the uh, the league of note. T-Wolves blast the magic on the road. Orlando's kind of coming back down to earth. Anthony Black is not in the starting lineup right now, but still in the rotation. 21 minutes, three points, three steals. How about that? And four assists for AB. You could have a long career in the NBA. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Are you going to have a long career? Kings blast the Pistons. Detroit is 3-34, and 34, y'all. How about Malik Monk? 20 points, 9 assists. The Bentonville product continues to rip it up 
And Detroit. We got a Mude on that team somewhere. I don't think he played last night. It looks like no. But Stanley Moody's in the NBA again, which is great to see. Lakers beat the Raptors by a point, 132 to 131. You got the locals who oftentimes will ask about uh, Austin Reeves, who's just a, a good all-around player. 11.7 assists out of him. AD at 41. And they narrowly beat the Raptors. RJ Barrett, 23 and 10. Starting alongside quickly in that backcourt. Okay. Toronto's bad. NFL. Wild card weekend. We'll get into Chiefs and Dolphins after the break with Seren Petro, who covers Kansas City up close and personal. Um, this wild card weekend is what it is. You usually have kind of half duds, half studs on the matchups. And if you get one or two really good games in this round, you color yourself lucky. Sunday looks like it might have the juicier games. Divisional round's always more fun than wildcard, but it is the playoffs. It's do or die time. And I'm fired up for it. You got six games this weekend, Cleveland at Houston, two on Saturday, three Sunday, one Monday, Cleveland at Houston to start it on Saturday, three 30 NBC. It'll be a cold wintry weekend with gusty winds and snow and man, be a good weekend and make a pot of chili or some, some hearty beef stew or something. And get some blankets on you. Just try to stay warm. Cleveland at Houston. Browns favored by two and a half on the road. Over under at 44 and a half. Texans getting that incredible rookie season out of C.J. Stroud. Just phenomenal. Coming back from the concussion and getting those wins the last two weeks to get them into the playoffs. So Houston home for Cleveland. Leaning Houston in that one. At 3.30. 7 o'clock Saturday night on the Peacock Network. Dolphins and Chiefs against Seren Petro in what? Less than 10 minutes. We'll talk about that game. Chiefs are a four and a half point favorite at home. Again, an over under at 44 and a half. They played earlier this year back in what was it? Week eight or nine. Chiefs won 21 to 14 and they were way up. I think it was like 21 nothing until Miami dressed that score up late. So you got to like the Chiefs with Patty Mahomes to win. In Arrowhead, Dolphins have uh, have kind of lost their mojo, it seems like, a little bit of late, too. But good game. Good game on paper. Good matchup. And then to Sunday we go. Your triple header of games on Sunday. Noon, CBS, Pittsburgh, and Buffalo. Bills favored by 10. Mm, That's a lot of points. Steelers finding out yesterday that P.J. Watt, brother of J.J. Watt, got a knee injury. He is out for the game, so he must be hurt pretty bad. One of the better defensive players in the league. It's a major loss for Pittsburgh heading into this game. Mason Rudolph will get the start at quarterback for Steeltown. Bills have been hot down the stretch. 10-point favorite, over-under of just 36.5. There could be lake effect snow. That might be phenomenal television. Coming up on Sunday afternoon, noon CBS. Game two on Sunday, Packers and Cowboys. 3.30 on Fox, Green Bay, Trying to pull a stunner in Big D. Dallas only favored by seven and a half, which seems a little bit low. Mike McCarthy against his old squad with whatever that's worth. Jordan Love has played fairly well for the Packers. Prescott's played great for Dallas. I think Dallas covers that one going away. I can't see that being a very competitive game. And then the nightcap on Sunday is probably the one I'm most excited about out of these six wildcard games. Rams at Lions. Seven o'clock NBC. 
Detroit a three-point fave over under is 50 and a half like the back and the Cowboys. Um, Matt Stafford against Jared Goff. Quarterbacks who change places to, I would argue, two successful results for both of them. Detroit a three-point favorite at home. Rams have been red hot down the stretch. They have two of my favorite young players in the league. Uh, Puka Nakua, wide receiver who was unbelievable this year, breaking all kinds of records and up me to a fantasy football title. But we don't talk about fantasy here. And then the running back, Kyron Williams, who's a beast too. Lions are going to have their hands full. And then a Monday night playoff game, which has been nice to have the last few years since the playoffs expanded. 7-15 ESPN Monday night. And uh, hopefully we're starting to thaw it a little bit by that point, but I wouldn't count on it. Eagles and Bucks, Man, Philadelphia after that, what was it? 8-0, 9-0 start. They have free fall in Tom Petty style to 11-6. Bucks 9-8 riding the Baker Mayfield wave. Eagles the three-point road favorite. Over-under is 43-and-a-half. And I'm leaning Baker and Tampa at home in that one. And those are your six wild-card matchups on the line coming up this weekend. All right, I got to hit a break. We'll do it. When we come back, four minutes, Seren Petro, our good friend from Kansas City, gives us a feel for the Chiefs and the Dolphins a little more in depth. Arkansas and Georgia basketball tonight. What do you think about the Hogs' chances in that one? We will circle it back to hoops in just a few as well. Stay tight. Herman's Rib House on College in Fayetteville. A tradition like no other around. When you're looking for the best steak, chicken, salmon, something for lunch or dinner, Herman's has your back. This year is their 60th anniversary and the food keeps getting better. Perfect time to stop by and check out their revamped menu. The Dustin Omelet, a personal favorite. Herman's in Fayetteville. Follow them on Instagram or Facebook for more info. Stop by and grab some grub today at Herman's. Celebrating its 60th year in business in 2024. Hi, this is Tim Stanley, a longtime local business owner in Northwest Arkansas, and I'm super excited to be a part of JB's new adventure into the digital broadcasting arena, and I had to be a part of it. I also wanted to inform the listening audience that I bought Business World in Little Rock, so now we have more of a full state coverage, just like JB. It's important to be part of his future, or our future, or your future. Call me at Business World, a TDSID company, at 501-374-7000. Golden Corral of Fayetteville features a legendary endless buffet for breakfast, lunch, and dinner to feast the fam or to feast yourself. Enjoy over 150 menu items. Their all-you-can-eat steak is my favorite. Hand-cut USDA top sirloin. Their bakery game is strong, too. You name it, they got it, and they make it good. Golden Corral, a place with something for everyone at a good price. Conveniently located where college meets Maine in Fayetteville. See things in a better light with the folks at New Light Electric. Residential and commercial services. They do remodels and additions, electrical upgrades and repairs, LEDs, installation of hot tubs, vehicle charging stations, and more. If you're looking for the folks who have the best touch, these guys are the lighting experts. They literally do it all, and they can add some light to your life, too. New Light Electric. Like them on Facebook or call 479-220-2836. 
Hey folks, this is Matt Chambers with Blue Kangaroo Packouts. We know bad things happen and we're here to help taking care of your contents and possessions when disaster strikes. Covering Northwest Arkansas, North Central Arkansas, and the River Valley, accidents and weather happen all the time. When it does, we have your back. Moving, cleaning, warehousing, cataloging, tracking inventory so you don't lose a single personal possession. More information is online at bluekangaroopackouts.com or give us a call at 20 and 5 uh, since he got to Georgia um, at home. Uh, it's an confident team. It's a team coming off a huge uh, win because anytime you win on the road is a huge win. Um, that's what the schedule says. That's what you go do. Um, I don't think that, you know, I don't think this team needs to uh, go to Athens and have a meal before the night before the game and all of a sudden that's going to miraculously make us. Uh, better because we have a good meal and and people put their phones down and converse. I not a I'm not a believer that that's gonna that's gonna make us all of a sudden play better basketball because we ate together and and we're in a hotel and we're bonding. I think no, I'm not gonna subscribe to that. Pat, much you kind of touched on it there, coach. But Georgia, I think, has won nine straight games. They were picked near the bottom of the league, but they seem to be outperforming that so far. Just what have they been doing well that have made them so good so far? I think first of all, the the, the preseason stuff it it's it should go away. It's meaningless because with the transfer, it's meaningless in everything. It's meaningless in football. It's meaningless in in the two sports that you know that that I recognize all the players and stuff. It's just I don't know how you know who. Anybody is going to be good. So Mike White is a great coach. Uh, he's been doing it a long time. His teams do a great job executing on both sides of the ball. Um, and just like any program, just like any coach, like you're going to have up and down years right now. Uh, and I told our team, this is a much different team than we played last year. They they, uh, they have good length. They, they went out and, and added some guys that are – Really good pieces. It's a team that looks connected. Um, it's a it's a big time challenge. Look at their record this year, and look at what they're doing in their own building. Uh, hats off and credit to him. I mean, uh, they're having a good year right now, and uh, I would I would expect them to continue to play good based on what they've done in in a sample size. It's now one game into league. Well, look, we talked about Mike White earlier. Guy's done an underrated job, doesn't get a lot of respect, and doesn't matter. Continues to do all kinds of things that you feel like ultimately maybe you weren't expecting out of a guy who did not get a lot of love at Florida, really came in there in the aftermath of Billy Donovan and never got that kind of uh never got that kind of overall support, maybe from the fan base or I don't know. It was a weird finish there. But then immediately made the move to Georgia, and and there you go. And now we're making it happen. And and Georgia's not a bad basketball team. Seren Petro, 
joining us now. We promised you some Chiefs Dolphins talk on the show today, too. So we'll transition from a little basketball sound from us to some NFL talk with our friend Sorrent, who, of course, is one of the better sports talkers in the game. Just a few hours up the highway in Kansas City, doing his thing covering the Chiefs, sports talker for WHB. Sorrent, great to hear your voice. Happy New Year. How are you, my friend? I'm good. Happy New Year to you as well. Well, we've arrived in, in, in the playoffs of the NFL, and unexpectedly, I think, for some, the Chiefs are playing a game here in the first round. We knew they'd be in the playoffs, Soren, but I think we thought maybe they'd, they'd finish a little higher up in the rankings. What do you think about that? Yeah, I don't think this is the uh, season that they thought it was going to be. I, I think uh, this is supposed to be you know, a repeat, right? But these are the challenges that come with winning a championship. I think the you, know, you see all the different things everybody's doing. Travis Kelsey's got seven or eight commercials. Patrick Mahomes has seven or eight commercials every year for a while, so I don't think that's bothering him. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I think you see a lot of football games played for the last five years, coupled with a lot of distractions, even Andy Reid doing a number of uh, commercials. And, uh, and, and maybe they're not quite as focused, right? That's the big question for a lot of people when it comes to this team. I mean, that's a pretty – Sharp place to start, and coming from a guy like you who covers that beat every day to to get that take, I think matters even a little bit more. I didn't want to be the guy to say that, and you're right. Mahomes for a long time has been now for years has been all over the two, but it does feel like Kansas City hit the mainstream this year. I don't know the Taylor Swift had something to do with it too, but all of a sudden it's hard to keep that focus. And what two Super Bowls in this run? They've been so important. Well, I mean they made and they made three, but two championships. Are we seeing a Kansas City team that you think is is capable? Let me ask you like that, Soren. Are they capable of making yeah. another run like that right now? You know, I think, I think they are capable, right? Like, uh, can they do it? Yes, they can do it. Are they the favorite? No. And that's where they've been. Will it be a disaster? Will it be a shocker if they don't get there? No, they've got a really difficult path. Dolphins, Bills, Ravens, and then probably the Niners. That's as rough as I think you could set it up for anybody. But can they beat each of those teams? Absolutely. Uh, they got some good news uh, in the sense that Donovan Smith is going to be back at left tackle. Andy Reid. Mentioned that at the podium the other day. Uh, they got McCole Hardman back. Listen, he's not great. You know, I likened him to a really athletic kid in Little League Baseball playing center field that's staring at a hot air balloon while the ball goes by him. He's going to make some mental mistakes. He did it against the, the Chargers, but he also caught seven balls, made some people miss, and puts an element of speed on the field that they've been missing. Look, uh, at some point, the offense has to play better. This is the best defense that they've had in the Patrick Mahomes year, yet it's the worst record that they've had in the Patrick Mahomes year. That speaks to how important offense is. And their offense isn't bad. It's just not all-world elite. It needs to be a little better. It needs to get points when they have an opportunity. They have no fourth-quarter comebacks this year, which is something that they were known for, uh, that if you gave them 220 in a timeout, that was going to be a touchdown. If you gave them 13 seconds in a timeout, that was going to be a field goal. That hasn't been the case with this team, and it's got to get a little bit more like that if they're going to beat the murderer's row and, and maybe that's unfair with all the Dolphins injuries to act like that game's tougher than it is. The line's moving up, I think, for a reason. Chiefs are getting a little healthier. Dolphins are getting even more banged up. But after that, it's going to be a really tough road. And they can beat any one of those teams. But would I bet on them to beat all four of them in a row? No, I wouldn't. Sorrent Petro keeping it real. Kansas City Chiefs host the Miami Dolphins coming up Saturday night, second to six wild card games this weekend. Peacock Network. You want to throw it on the app there? Go for it on uh... – on uh, the seven o'clock kickoff side of things. And just back to this game a little bit against the Dolphins. I mean, they met earlier this year, Seren. I know you're a guy who 
who, who does his research and goes over the numbers, and I'm sure you're picking that apart on your show this week, but that was a game Kansas City kind of dominated. I know they only won by seven, but I watched that whole game, and if it wasn't for a couple of dress-up touchdowns late, you're talking about a domination kind of win. How much can you, you draw from that win a couple months back against Miami? You know, I, you can draw from, I think you laid that game out perfectly. It was 21 nothing with five minutes to go in the third quarter. So the Chiefs were dominating that game. And I think there were opportunities left on the board. In fact, that was one of the crisper performances from the Chiefs offense. I know you're going to look at the final numbers and say 267 yards. Mm -hmm. Well, what's impressive about that? Well, in the second quarter, they really got it rolling. Uh, Late in the first quarter, they got it going. Their scores, it came in about a a 17, 18-minute stretch there in the second uh, half or second quarter, uh, end of the first and and second quarter to go up 21-0. And, you know, they were looking like, and that was for a moment, if you watch Twitter in Kansas City, okay, they found it. Here it is, the offense. This is the real Chiefs offense. They've never been able to find that again. I think the Dolphins' defense was part of it. That Dolphins' defense having no edge rushers to take advantage of the Chiefs' tackles, which have been suspect at time, is a real problem for them. I think the Chiefs' offense could look really good, create a lot of hype going into a game at Buffalo that the Chiefs' offense is back. Um, Like I said, Donovan Smith coming back will help. And the Dolphins don't really have the, you know, the uh, edge guys to get after mm-hmm. them. And the Chiefs are really good in the interior to take care of Dexter Lawrence up front. So this could be the best you see the Chiefs offense look the rest of the year. That's good take two. And Chubb is done for the year, right? Their edge rusher, the Dolphins. Yep. Yeah. So he's busted. Um, that helps too. Uh, all right. It's at night. It's going to be cold. It's Arrowhead. I mean, I'm with you. I like Chiefs' money line to win the game. I, I think it's a tight game, though. What's the spread at? Like four points here? How would you play this one money-wise? I'll let you get out of here, Saran. Yeah, I, I was on with the guys in Vegas earlier this morning, and, and I think they were talking four or four and a half that it crept up to. So there's starting to be either some money or some opinion come in on the Chiefs. I do think Donovan Smith, you know, being labeled as likely to play uh, by Andy Reid yesterday is a factor in that because – now it looks really difficult for the Dolphins to put pressure on Patrick Mahomes. And if he has time, even if his receivers are dropping the ball, he'll come back and get it. They should catch one out of four. And I, and I think that will be too much. Now, I'll say this. If the Chiefs don't win, it's the fact that A-Chan didn't play in that first game. They held the Dolphins to just 117 yards rushing. But again, we've seen how electric that kid is. He'll play for the Miami Dolphins. If there is a, a Dolphins win, it comes with the Dolphins being plus two or three in the turnover uh, margin and the Chiefs have not been very good in that department, so that's not that far fetched. Sloppy football by the Chiefs, that's happened all year. And then a big rushing day. That would be the path to success for the Dolphins. I think that's a lot of ifs to line up. I think the Chiefs win. I think the Chiefs probably cover. I think the play is to bet the Chiefs or to not bet it. Uh, I don't see any reason to get anywhere near Miami in any way, shape, or form. I love that out of you, too. Bet the Chiefs or don't bet it. You don't have to bet any of these games if you don't want to. That's some of the best advice I've heard on betting in a while. You don't have to do it, folks. At Seren Petro on the tweets. Longtime great friend of mine in the show, and he always brings sharp content to the table. Enjoy the weekend. I know you'll be a busy man, buddy. Stay warm. Talk to you soon. Thank you, Seren. Thank you. We'll do our best. Thanks for having me, brother. All right. He is the man. Great spot out of him. Cut him loose. And uh, look, I'm fucked up. For this game. I mean, I think it's uh, it's right up there for, for best game of the weekend on paper. Uh, it's either this in my eyes or maybe that's a question of the day tomorrow. Lions and Rams is there. I think Eagles Bucks on Monday night might be on the board too. Oh, would we put a fourth on the board? 
Cowboys Packers, I guess. I don't see it being competitive, but you never know. That'd probably be a fourth one of the We'll play with that tomorrow. Stop out of Seren Petro. Time to hit a top of the hour break. When we come back in four minutes, Jackson Collier talking some basketball. We'll catch up with our boy from Rivals in front of a huge Arkansas Georgia game tonight. That's next. Stay back.